Good morning. It's Iowimala, and it's Thursday, February the 18th. We have lots of sun, lots of snow, but I think it's warming up here. I see snow is falling again, so <laughs> it may warm up enough to snow and then uh, get cold again. Um, but we're grateful for the sun, so... It's, we really appreciate the sun on these on cold winter days. <clears throat> I was just listening, watching actually um, on uh, YouTube a talk that Bhante Saranapala gave yesterday, and it was so beautiful. He talked about right effort, and that's something that I've been really thinking a, a lot uh, lately and realizing that with the time that, uh, the increase of time that I've had through the pandemic, my own situation is I have, I have a lot of time just to be with myself. And uh, that's a good thing. But what I've noticed is uh, how, how important it is to work with right effort. And that's that process of seeing defilements in our own mind. And uh, that can just be seeing things that may, that can even just be things that cause us to be unhappy or angry or uh, sad or depressed. And he was talking specifically about working with people with depression, which seems to be getting more and more common these days. Um, but he talked, he had such a beautiful story and it really brought home for me that process of right effort has to be, we have to be very diligent with it. And I find that's true for me. So right effort, when we talk about right effort in the, in the Eightfold Path, we're talking about the effort that we need to make to purify our minds, to, to notice the, the, uh, the thoughts in our minds that are um, causing us, that are causing us to be unhappy or angry or that are causing us to have, uh, basically, to have problems in our lives. And they may give, when we have a lot of those defilements in our mind, then it can give rise to even more uh, disagreeable qualities and disagreeable thoughts in our mind. So if we have lots of preferences, for example, so um, if you have a particular teacher that you like, and so you, you, you prefer that teacher all the time to other teachers, you, that preference can lead you and that's, it's good to have teachers, right? And to have good teachers. But if you have a strong preference for certain teachers, it's based on maybe a quality like you like their jokes or um, you like something about them or they're good looking. That was one of the, Bhante Saranapala made as one of his examples. It was, that was, it was cute. So you are attracted to, for some reason, a certain teacher. And then you can't have that teacher all the time, and so you become maybe disgruntled with other teachers or find fault with them because they're not like your preferred teacher. 
And so that creates that, that preference, that thing that we like, which is a good, it's a good thing, but it causes us to have the opposite kind of a rebound where then we begin to dislike things that are not like that. And uh, that's a very uh, simple example, but you can, you can imagine the, how, how you could play with that image. So when we're talking about defilements, we're talking about then what arises for us is um, that one, that person that we like has to be kind of perfect or will become very unhappy perhaps or say things that we like or we won't like it, or it causes us to not appreciate qualities in other people. So we can do that with our family members, with our friends, with our spouse. What's the plural? Spouses? It's not spice, is it? Um, we can do that with our, with all the people in our life. If we have a lot of strong views, we might be missing out on a lot of good things or we might be always clouding our mind with that comparison and uh, that it becomes judgment. That's just an example I'm thinking of and I think that's because I can relate to it. So when we talk about right effort, we're talking about uh, being able to look at our minds and see the things that are not skillful thoughts, not wholesome thoughts, and then to let those drop away. And then we guard our minds to keep other unwholesome thoughts coming in. And so we look and see what wholesome thoughts we have and we protect those and we also try to nurture and encourage wholesome thoughts. And sometimes it's easy to forget there's a specific process that the Buddha encouraged us to use. And uh, Bhante Saranapala was talking about working with depression and that's a very difficult thing to work with, but that's a, a mind Depression is one of those things where there are a lot we we can find our minds just filled with those dark thoughts, or um, and we feel like there's no way to let go of them. There's no way to get them to go away. So I think this working with right effort, in addition to getting counseling or getting whatever we need, if we need to go talk to our doctors or if there's medication that can help, but uh, just the I want to I want to use the example that Bhante Saranapala used. He talked about a heart mind container, and even if our minds are very and this is just a little any any bowl that works for the image. This is my um, singing bowl. So if if we have if we notice that our heart-mind bowl container is, uh, if it's empty, then we can gradually, drop by drop, begin to put uh, work on putting more drops of uh, skillful thoughts, wholesome thoughts, into that 
into that container. And eventually, drop by drop, it becomes fuller. And if we can also see if there are unwholesome thoughts and thinking that's, that's, causing, uh, that's causing us to have defilements in our mind, we, may, we see some drops that we need to get rid of, get, get out of the bowl. And his image was much more beautiful. But I just, I love the image of the bowl, the heart-mind container, and thinking about filling that bowl, even if it's one drop at a time, with more beautiful thoughts, wholesome thoughts. And he, he then used loving-kindness practice to be the drops we can add to that container. So thoughts of, for ourselves of being well and happy and being at peace. Those are drops. Whenever we practice loving-kindness towards ourselves, we're putting those drops right into this container. And when we're practicing loving-kindness for other people, we're putting drops into our own heart-mind container. So when we do, when we do things for others, when we do good things for ourselves, we're putting those drops in. Those are those wholesome, skillful drops that can gradually fill that bowl. And the unwholesome can just flow over the top and leave. And I know when, uh, when most of us feel that we're depressed or overwhelmed, our minds, our heart-mind container, our bowls, all we can see are those dark thoughts or um, a kind of an emptiness of uh, the thoughts are bleak. There's despair. Uh, there's hopelessness. And those are the thoughts that we want to always be working with. But drop by drop, we can replace them with more wholesome and all we have to do is practice loving kindness. That's one way to begin working with that. Because all of those, those are all drops. And working, what I'm seeing with the, with the amount of, uh, extra time I have is I'm, I'm, I feel I'm working more and more with right effort and really looking at those spots, looking at those qualities that uh, that I need to 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 see and work with and work a little deeper with some of the like mental defilements, and it can just be a matter. It can be looking at things like what are my preferences, and how does that play out in terms of um, who I like, who I who I enjoy more than someone else, and do those preferences cause me to be like impatient with one person and more patient with another. So I'm not, and I'm using this kind of dis, uh, discrimination to, to have preferences just based on um, like little things that irritate me. So something, so if I'm feeling impatient, um, then, then will someone be uh, like, no, I don't want to be around that person. I'll be, They'll make, they'll make me be impatient. (laughs) 
And and what that is is just that I'm working with that defilement that uh, I can that I want to make preferences. I want to have some some kind of uh, ideal quality that I like in some in a person. That I'm just you know just this is something I'm just thinking of. Was just thinking of this morning. So. If I have a preference, then what it, what that becomes is a judgment or a criticism. And it's not just, oh, I prefer chocolate ice cream to vanilla ice cream. It's, it's becoming, well, I prefer vanilla. So if what you're offering me is chocolate, you know, I'm not, I don't want it. So I'm going to go somewhere else. Uh, I'm going to, it's going to make me not like you because you're not giving me what I want. So, these these defilements in our mind can seem like very little things, but if we have the opportunity to just keep looking at them a little more often and a little deeper, we can begin to see how they affect a lot of things that we're we're that we want to see some uh, a different quality that we know that uh, maybe if you if you feel like you're a very impatient person that you'd like to be to be patient so what do you do what can you what do you work with well you just have to work drop by drop recognizing those drops of the recognizing those drops of impatience floating around and be willing to let go of them and then don't letting any more in, trying to guard those doors, and that means guarding our sense doors. It means being with the right people, not people who encourage us to accumulate more drops of those uh, those uh, unwholesome qualities. And we can, by guarding those sense doors, we can gradually see those defilements uh, getting becoming less in our lives. And then we can work to uh, encourage those good qualities and those skillful qualities and thoughts that we have. We can encourage them to increase. And the ones we have, we can develop. We can know what we know the qualities we have that are those skillful, wholesome qualities. And this is why the Buddha always wanted us to really know who we were. So we need to know the good qualities we have and we need to know the ones that are maybe holding us back or making us unhappy or kind of leading us into that, uh, you know, leading us down the path of depression or sadness. And if we know, if we know the qualities that are the ones we need to develop because they help us rise up out of those uh, difficult emotions. And we know, so we know ourselves well enough to know when we, when we are moving into those difficult areas. And then we, then we can work with it before it gets kind of gets away from us. So I just love the image. There's, we have that bowl and what we're looking at. What are we putting into this bowl, drop by drop? Are we filling our mind, our heart-mind bowl with healthy, loving, 
kind qualities? And are we nurturing then, nurturing those qualities and ultimately maintaining all of those good qualities? And are we little by little, and that can be drop by drop, letting the, letting the ones that aren't serving us well and aren't allowing us to be happy and kind and compassionate, are we allowing those drops to just, you know, we're filling up, we're filling up with the good ones and we often, that's enough to uh, just let the, the ones that aren't so good, that aren't serving us well, to just drop away. But once we get those qualities that we that we have have a pref well that is a preference right but it's a good one uh, kindness compassion appreciative joy equanimity finding that balance in our lives and that loving kindness towards ourselves and others when we when we see those qualities are developing and they're there we need to protect them we need to maintain those qualities and that's what can help us keep from sliding into depression or uh, getting to that point where we're not able to rouse ourselves. So find a bowl, find something that you can use as your heart-mind container and think of it, but think of it drop by drop. Everything we do, this is a gradual path that the Buddha taught, but we have to put effort into it. We can't just... uh, you know, if we're, if we're dealing with emotions that we want to get under control or that we see are, are causing us unhappiness, we have to work with them drop by drop. We can't just say, it's gone, I want it gone. We have to, we're, we need to replace it with something. So we have to have, we have to be working on those qualities that are bringing us joy and happiness. So we're always looking at what, yeah, what what causes me, like Marianne, I investigate where the impatience comes from. Yes, exactly. So if we feel impatient, see what that's about. Uh, is it just because we have a preference for something different to be in our in our you know our gaze? Uh, if I if I look outside and I'm used to seeing my squirrels and paying it this is a ridiculous example but i'm used to seeing the squirrels running around and playing and that that just gives me a lot of pleasure and then i have a dark dreary day and i have a um see more snow coming and all i see are piles of snow and not even my squirrels that view is not going to be you know i become impatient with that view uh so where's that coming from? What? Why? Why am I suddenly impatient with looking out? Uh, and why do we? Why do we prefer spring and uh, other seasons over winter? And look and see where where does it come from? So we're looking at those qualities, and we're seeing. We also begin to see what those qualities give rise to so it might just they that might be some quality that we're almost not aware of that gives gives rise to us having 
strong opinions or a lot of or a lot of impatience or uh, we get we become angry easily. And we can just look at the this past year and find enough of those qualities to to think what would be a way to add drops of skillful qualities to that heart-mind container to allow us to have more of those skillful qualities and let go, just let go, just let them, you know, rise to the top and overflow that container. Let go of the the unskillful qualities, the ones that, and those unskillful, they're the ones that uh, make our lives harder that they are the ones that cause suffering for us, for the people that we're around all the time. So that's that's a, that's one of the ways I'm I'm looking at the eightfold path and really trying to see it in my life. So when I heard Bhante Saranapala talking about the heart mind container, I was really intrigued. So you can go on YouTube and hear his beautiful talk. And it's called, um, uh, it's working with a martial music to help with defilements. And it's a very interesting story. I was not familiar with it. Uh, how, how to get an, about how you can get an elephant out of, uh, a, if an elephant's stuck in the deep mud, and of course elephants so big, no one back in the Buddhist day could, they didn't have cranes and uh, equipment to pull an elephant out of the mud. And uh, it's, 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 so the story is how the wise person said you, you start, you encourage the ele- the elephant has to help himself. And so the wise person who was trying to help the people get this elephant out of the mud said, you have to, it, you have to do something that will make the elephant like work on its own. So you play military music. And if it's a, if it's a elephant used in battle that, and it would have been drums and horns and things that they use going into battle, that would rouse that elephant to, to struggle and uh, work his way out of that that mud. I'd never heard that story before, and I just thought the images it was, were really wonderful. So we need to rouse ourselves. That the martial that martial music uh, needs to be. We need to we need to be finding the things that can help us rouse ourselves out of out of the mud. The mud. So that can be. Finding those uh, the right friends to be associated with, and be reading teachings and listening to people, and have good discussions with your noble friends and your loved ones. And so, I I just I, I now I want to go and find that story. I thought it was I thought it was a wonderful image. So I think we let's just practice a little bit of. Uh, loving-kindness practice, and as we do, think about your meditation practice. And one thing Bhante Saranapala said was when you're meditating, just, you know, we're, we're always watching the breath and then sometimes counting the breath so we can see more, uh, we can see sooner when we have become distracted because we lose count. 
So I, I recommend that we, if you, if you're having trouble staying with the breath, that you can count the breath up to five, because if you try to count more, it's makes it more difficult. But you can count the each breath, uh, maybe one, one can be in breath, out breath, or one can be in and out together. But just count up to five and then start over. And then when you lose count between one and five, you become aware of that very quickly and you realize you lost count because you had become distracted by a thought. And those thoughts are often the the thoughts that come into our minds when we're trying to meditate are things those distractions are are they they're usually not that important. They're usually not um it's their habits of ours. Our mind wants to think and it wants to be in charge and it wants to give us all those stories and things to have occupying our mind. Or it's we're thinking about things we need to do in the future or things we did in the past. And so those are the things we're working to see. That's a good way to see. Sometimes our defilements can be, you know, that can be something as simply as we're, we we don't ever let our minds rest that we're we're always thinking about the past and the future and uh, all the things we have to do so in his in his talk he talked about loving kindness practice is what can give us those beautiful Wants to that can give us those beautiful qualities that we're developing. It reminds us of that. May I be well. May I be safe. May I be feel free. May I be happy. And then we send it out to others. Those also those are ways to to fill the bowl, to fill our bowl with those qualities that we want to nurture. And. Uh, it just affects everything. So let's just end with a, a few minutes of loving kindness. I have no idea of the time, but I've probably talked most of our time. So I'm going to keep my bowl on my desk. And it might be a good place to put little uh, qualities, drop them into this bowl. So work with work with right effort. And there's so much to read, so many talks, good talks to listen to. And uh, just realize that right effort isn't getting out and building a house. That right effort is working with knowing ourselves and knowing, knowing what our bowl is full of and deciding on what we want to keep and what we want to maybe gradually get rid of. So let's just start with a moment of, well, I let's start with just a moment of loving kindness and then uh, go about your day and I'll see you again tomorrow. And when we practice the words in loving kindness, just be thinking of these as this is what, this is what you're adding to your, heart mind container so there these are these are the qualities that we cherish and we want to develop 
And once we've got them, we can't let them go. We have to keep working on maintaining the qualities. It's not a one-shot, one-shot thing. So just go right into loving-kindness practice because we can do this if you're in the kitchen, if you're running, if you have to go run errands, we can keep loving kindness going. Come back to your breath. As many times a day as you can, just stop, even if it's for 30 seconds, and come back to your breath. Then when you're in a very stressful, difficult situation, you will find it easier to come back to your breath when you need to really find your calm to be, to be a helper or to help yourself or to make it through a really stressful situation. Just learn how to come back to your breath. Begin sending those drops of goodness to yourself. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be a good friend to myself. May I love myself. And may I know myself and understand myself. May all of my loved ones be well, and may they all be happy. May they all be peaceful. May each one of my loved ones care for themselves. May all my friends and acquaintances and all the people in my life in any way, including my difficult people, may all the people in my life be well, be happy, and be peaceful. May all people and all beings being born or dying be at peace.
May they be surrounded by loved ones. Now just radiate the same quality out to all living beings in this world and beyond, all human beings, non-human beings, all creatures, all beings invisible to us. May all these beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering, free from fear, worry, anxiety, free from hunger, free from thirst, and free from the dangers of the extreme weather May all beings be able to care for themselves or be cared for lovingly by others. And may we all be at peace. Keep sitting if you can and keep filling your keep filling your container those drops of loving kindness thank you so much i'll see you tomorrow bye bye